When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter, Bubba Jenkins, and Greg Wilson are on their way. What's up, guys? Hope you had a great week. Oh my God, how crazy was 190? We're going to talk all about that. We also have Lauren Murphy on her way. Before that, I want to introduce our sponsors. So, you're an MMA fanatic and proud of it. You know all the fighters. You watch all the matches. You're listening to an MMA podcast right now. Well, guess what, guys? It's time to put your knowledge of the sport to the test at DraftKings.com, the exclusive daily fantasy sports partner of the UFC. At DraftKings, you can win huge cash prizes every time you play. Just select five fighters, stay under the salary cap, outscore your competition, and you could be on your way to a massive payday. Score points for significant strikes, takedowns, advances, knockdowns, and more. These are the biggest daily fantasy MMA contests anywhere. And only DraftKings has them. Now, play to win your piece of the $1 billion in prizes DraftKings is giving away this year. Do not miss out. That's $1 billion. Now, hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code ROASTED to play Daily Fantasy MMA for free this weekend during fight night. DraftKings.com, the official Daily Fantasy Sports Partner of the UFC. Enter ROASTED to play for free. Now at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Also, listen, guys. You guys like making money, right? I do. Well, here's a really cool opportunity I have to share with you. Driving with Uber. Uber is that popular smartphone app that connects riders with drivers. I take Uber a bunch. I love taking Uber and in chatting with the different drivers. How cool is that? Great conversations. Well, some of them have really interesting stories as to why they drive with Uber. I said, trust me, on the way over here, I took an Uber, and I talked to this guy. This guy was cool as hell, okay? He told me all about his life. This, this, this dude was the man. So why do guys drive with Uber? I'll tell you. They love being their own boss. They earn great money. It's easy to start. You just need a car and a license. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility. Parents, this is a really easy way to work around your family schedule. Students, you can make some extra money between classes. Now's the prime time to cash in driving with Uber. You'll thank me for telling you how to get paid every week. Trust me, I want more money, you want more money. Now look, I could be getting into your car when you drive with Uber. So, you've got a car and a license. Put them both to work for you and start earning serious, life-changing money today. Sign up to Drive with Uber. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. Also, Fighters, fighters want to get paid more. I want fighters to get paid more. Well, now, thanks to my boy, Bubba Jenkins, the brand ambassador, Tip a Fighter is here. And now you could tip a fighter. Exactly. You like the way a guy's fighting? You, you think he deserves more money? I'm sure he does, or she does. Listen, go to tipafighter.com or at tipafighter on Twitter. It's not charity. It's 100% pay for performance, rewarding fighters for exceptional performance. A majority of fighters are not paid enough to call it a profession. I know fighters who are AAA drivers. I know fighters that are uh, teaching cardio fitness classes. I know fighters that are driving Uber. Okay, listen. So... Now we can actually make a change right now. And fighters, you got, I don't know why you're not jumping at this right now. You sh- your, your value at highest is the moment you wow the fans. We want you to maximize your benefit financially for that moment in real time. The length of a fighter's career is uncertain. You, you never know how, you, how long you're going to be fighting for. It could be two years. It could be 10 years. It could be five years. So make as much money as possible while you're doing it. Now you'll discover who your real fans are. They're an independent organization not affiliated with any promotions agents or gyms and promoters you should get on this too your fighters making more money and you don't have to pay them it's going right from the fans so to go to tipafighter.com also american icon autographs has the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events their website is 
A-I-A-S-E.com. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signings include Mike Tyson, Chichen Chong, Dan Henderson, Hoist Gracie, Hulk Hogan, Burt Reynolds, Ernie Banks, Paige Van Zant, and more. Check out their website to see who's signing next. Go to their events, meet the celebrities, build your man cave. That's www.aiase.com. Also, has your business been vandalized with graffiti? Have gang members destroyed your storefront? Call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They remove all kinds of vandalism. They restore etch windows and get your business back at a fraction of the cost. Look, your business is very important. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. No. Call the graffiti and removal team at removeitrestoration.com. That's 1-888-424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com. My boy Eric, super cool guy, sponsors fighters, great fighters like who? Roxanne Modafari. Okay, this is the guy you want to go to, this team. So... How's everything going, Bubba Jenkins? Everything's good, man. You look, All smooth. You All look tired. Smooth. Yeah, man. You know, well, I'm just working out and, and grinding. The weekend, um, you know, didn't get the rest as much as I wanted. But yeah, you, you know. uh, your uh, wife was so excited about the podcast and put you to work. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. What did um, you do this weekend? You know, just hung out with the family. We went to the beach again. Had a good time there. And, nice. Um, we had a, a couple uh, church events that I went to. That, really? You got know, got to get you some Jesus, man. Got to get you some Jesus. You got to get me some Jesus? Got to get you really? some Jesus. How many yeah. church events do you have to go to this weekend? Well, I went to one on Saturday where we had like a basically a church without walls. We basically went to one of the biggest parks out here and uh, we had church in the middle of the park while people were looking at us kind of crazy. But <laughs> it was a great time. We had we had food. We gave away some groceries. We, you know, really brought the homeless out and gave them some food. It was a cool event. Such a good awesome. guy, man. You know, I, you know, I just try to be, were you always I like to be this? what I can be. Yeah, man. Always. Really? I'll always be like this. I pride myself in staying the same guy that I was back in third grade. So I still nice have the same. I still have the same phone number that I had in fifth grade. Really, same, same phone, phone number. number. Same phone. Fifth number. grade. Since fifth grade. Look at you, man. Balling in fifth grade. I had a cell phone. I used to play a little snake game. I just got back from St. Louis. Yeah, how was that? I was doing comedy. It was great, man. I, the road audiences are the best. I like the Mizzou, man. I was at. Well, I was actually. I was in. Um, where was I? I was not. I was in Illinois. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did, uh, I was, where was I? I was in Fairview Heights, Illinois. Okay. I asked somebody, I go, what, what should I do here? The guy goes, leave. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the crowd was actually, the, the crowds were good. Yeah. It was some fun. I, uh, I was dating, the, I actually, me and the girl who I was sort of dating broke up. Uh-huh. Uh, it wasn't good. Because you know what I was, you know, when you're single, you date like three or four girls at a time, right? right. Is, that what, is that what you were doing back yes, in the day? Absolutely, absolutely. And then you got to figure out. I wouldn't out say I was dating them at the same you time. You were sleeping with like three or four. I was hanging out with Hanging three out or with four three. Girls. Come on, we're not, we're not in church. You're not giving out <laughs> food for the homeless. You could just be honest. Right, right. So, so, so eventually you got to pick one, right? You have to. And I, the one was like, she was the girl in like the lead. She was like the horse. She uh-huh. was like ahead of the, the pack. The one you, you know? called most often. What? The, the one, one you, you called, called most often. often. She was the one. So. I was ready to actually go, and you know what? Maybe this is the one. But then she asked me, she's like, am I the only girl you're sleeping with? Mm. And I, I got to be honest. It's always a hard question to answer. Right? Because we, we didn't have that, like, uh, we didn't have that talk yet. So I, but I wanted to tell her, like, oh, listen, that you're not the only girl I'm sleeping with, but you're the only one that I'm sleeping with without a condom. <laughs> Which I thought well, she would like that, because that would mean, like, hey, you know, you're, the, you're in the, but she, she fucking flipped. So she yeah. said, what? Absolutely. But, but then we, we still hooked up afterwards. I, so I, I, I got back. I was like, come on. I was actually trying to say, look, I'm, I'm being when safe. When you're trying to get in the relationship, <laughs> you should try not being so honest. Is that what when it is? When you are in the relationship, that's when you want to be most honest. Yeah, but then I'd have that yeah. on my conscience to be like, well, I, I, I lied to her in the beginning. And Man, the the beginning, the first date, second date, the beginning, when you're hanging out, it's all about lies. Really? That's what it's about, is this man. what the people tell you at like church? This is not what they tell you at church. <laughs> really? This is this is what Bubba J Pimp Line status one eight hundred pimp <laughs> gives you. Okay? This is this is what we're breaking down right now. Bubba J In the beginning, it's about Confusion, deception, and 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 getting what you want. I didn't know this, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you okay? So I should have just lied. Your daddy should have told you this stuff my back da- in the day. Fuck. <laughs> my dad was stoned. He wasn't around. He was like he was he was betting on actual horses. Wait. So I should have lied and said you're the only girl I'm sleeping with. Yeah. Not until you get into a relationship where you both have an understanding. Okay, it's me and you, nobody else, and that's when the truth starts. I fucked up, man. Yeah. Because then at that point, if they're backing out. 
from when you're starting to tell the truth from then if they're backing out then they shouldn't have been there to begin with you know but when you're when you're I wouldn't say uh, I would just say when you're creating deception in the beginning deception it's, it's just smooth to be like you know what yeah you're the only girl I'm with yeah 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 and then when you get with them you'd be like if she asks that question again then you can you know Make make them make amends uh, for all fuck, the stuff. Bubba, you I, need, I needed you, man. I needed that little Bubba doll. Yeah. You know, the little yeah. angel. Yeah, I, need, I needed the Bubba. The I've helped men, I've double. helped many a man in their relationships these days. Really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. I'm gonna show her to cry on. So, uh, <laughs> so that was that was crazy, uh, crazy, crazy week. Did you hear about the, the 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 Drake Meek Mill rap feud? I've been hearing about it. Yes, I haven't heard. I heard the first um, disc that Drake has put out. I heard the Meek Mill disc that he first that started the whole feud about him on Twitter. I went to see that, but I did not hear back to back freestyles, which I've been wanting. Here. Oh, it was great. It was it. I heard it was really good, and I, I just been following. You know the kind of feud they've been having, but it's it's not really a rivalry. You know, it's a it's a feud. It's a beef, but it ain't a rivalry because it's one sided. In Drake's favor, you know, and well, yeah, but Meek started it. Yeah, absolutely, he started it. I mean, he he's he was upset that he's, Drake didn't he, promote his album on Twitter, which is like the lamest yeah. 2015, really. Like this yeah. is like he's getting um, what I would like to call Ja Rule 50 Cent. After 50 Cent hit Ja Rule with all them bars back in the day. It was over for his career. Yeah, <laughs> you never heard no more. But Jarrell ja didn't start with Fifty Cent. I guess it was Jarrell's ja manager tried to like take out Fifty Cent and shoot him, and mm -hmm. then Jarrell ja supposedly didn't even know about it, according to him. And then he just kind of was like followed up. But he was like, "I'm taking out your manager. I'm taking out your best guy." Boom. Meek Mill was upset that Drake didn't promote him on Twitter, and then he says, "All right, you don't you don't promote me. You didn't promote my album on Twitter that I was on. You know what? You're not writing your own rhymes." Which I guess is a huge deal in the in the rap community, not writing your own lyrics. Nah, nah, only like, only to some people. It ain't really that big of a deal because there's many a good artist. You know, it ain't just about putting the pen to the paper. You know, there's a lot more to rapping than just putting. You know, being poetic. And when you were rapping back in the day about wrestling, see, yes, yeah, so <laughs> when I was back in the day when my manager was talking to me about beats and tracks, I was on the I was on the streets spitting my own. Yeah, you were a real rapper. I've, yeah. I've seen you rap before yeah. at like wrestling events. Yeah, man. Now, now, were you serious about being a rapper? No, no. One that event was for the kids. You know, it was. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have heard me rap before, as far as like you know, just hanging out with the friends, and you know, people were like, oh, he's actually pretty good and then it got it grew some legs that i wasn't you know i didn't i i didn't make him grow no legs they grew them legs themselves and you know then people started wanting me to like do a camp event seminars and then have a little rap at the end kind of thing and i was like all right you know you know i'll, I'll do it for the kids you know both okay. other kids so you weren't like a, thinking about becoming a rapper though no no if i was gonna do anything it'd be like reggae music reggae music yeah okay yeah, I, I can carry a tone every now and then don't you have to smoke weed to do that no you don't have to you don't have to be a pothead to be a reggae artist all right. I, I know, like, I know, did you, you smoked weed back in the day, but you haven't smoked weed in a long time, right? Man, it's been so long. It's Do you miss so it? Long. Uh, I, I miss winning more than I, and then I miss, uh, you know, hitting the joint every now and then, you know, right. but for the most part, it's, it's about the sacrifice that you're, you're willing to make to get that belt. When you were wrestling in college, you smoked back then? I, I, I'm going to call dodgeball on that. <laughs> <laughs> Dodgeball. <laughs> They're going to be looking up my old matches and my old records and be like, you know what? what you ever smoked for a match? Man, I, I I've been I've been burdened for a long time. I would say that you know back in my heyday when I felt like I was invincible, um, and I'm not gonna say college, high school, or anything like that. I'm just gonna say there were times where you know I I did bust somebody's ass when I wasn't in my right frame of mind. That's wow. for sure. That's that's I bust a lot skill. of ass back in the day. You do, so you beat Jordan Burns stone, Jordan Burroughs. No, I can't say that. <laughs> can't say that. <laughs> all right, okay. all right. So all right. So listen. So anyway, so Drake came back, just absolutely obliterated Meek Mill. Right. Meek Mill came back had nothing for him it was like it was sad it, it was almost like you pick calling out a fighter that you think you're gonna beat and the guy just runs through you it's just like ugh. oh that's about to happen real soon to this dude named jordan parsons he's been he's been yeah, yeah he's been meek milling it up yeah and i kind of been on the quiet end you know doing my little drake thing and i'm about to hit him with these back-to-back freestyles that you know he ain't really ready for it. And <laughs> Bellator need to go ahead and set that up because I'm trying to beat beat Jordan Parsons. So who is ass. this guy, Jordan Parsons? Man, he had, that's the thing. He's a nobody. You know, my my like like I told him, my guns weren't even aimed at such a low target. You know, if you're in the sport, you call out the number one contender. You call out the belt holder. You know, you call out those people. You don't 
look on a list of you know five good guys and then call out number five or uh, look at number ten. I mean, you don't you call out the number one guy. To, that's what you're supposed to do to promote it. This guy was just you know bored, I guess. And he was like, oh, I'll, I'll take Bubba J scalp home to mom. I'm just like, first of all, it's a corny line. Second of all, you're Did not you a scalp sp- home to mom. Yeah, yeah, it's a cor- he's corny as hell. Second of all, he used to be a fat boy. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, I was I I was born a lion. I look like a lion. I'm always gonna be a lion. You can't be a hippo then turn into a sheep and then now think you're a lion. You, you used to be a fat boy. Go sit down, eat some Cheetos, go relax. You know what I mean? Because you don't want it with me. I'm telling them. So, you know, hopefully... Who's hopefully, this guy beating though? Nobody. He's got no He's got no names on his list. He's got no... He, I think that's why he's hunting right now. Right. He's he trying to put a name on his list. What camp's he out of? I'm not sure. I think he's out of Alliance. No I, I ain't creeped on him just yet. When they put when they put his name on the line for me to go hitman him, when they when Bellator sends the hitman out like myself, and they put his name on my plate, then I'll start creeping on him. I'll be on his Instagram. I'll be on. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be creeping on him, dog. So we got to talk about UFC 190. Uh, you, you watched it? Uh, now that I know it's part of my occupation, yes, I watch it. Do you like do you like better <laughs> watching this stuff, or does it, does it get you more into it, or no? No, I, I I like watching it. I like watching. I record them, and I like watching them closer to my fight because it gets me to analyze it a little bit different. When I'm not preparing for a fight and I'm watching it, it's entertaining in the sense, but I'm not critiquing it like I probably should and like I would if I if I was fighting soon. So, but I still love watching them. So okay, so we're gonna talk to Lauren Murphy because she has she 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 can't. Uh, you know, who Lauren Murphy is. No. No, I don't. So Laura Murphy is ranked number nine in the UFC at 135. Okay. Uh, she'd be a great girl for a tip of fighter. Yeah. She, <laughs> we're going to talk to her. She's got some story, this girl. Yeah. Some story. You got to love a background story, man. You got to love a story. It ain't about just, you know, stepping in a cage and knocking people out. You got to have a road to get into that point. Yeah, and I think if uh, if more people knew who this girl was, she would, uh, she, she would be a star because this girl didn't start training anything until 27. Never played a sport in high school. Wow. Never played a sport in college, and is now ranked number nine in the UFC. That's a different type of athlete. Lost to two girls. Lost to Sarah McMahon. Very controversial decision. Yeah. Like I thought she won that fight. Uh, I hate to say it, but I thought she won that fight. And Liz Carmouche, I thought she definitely won. She could easily be eleven and zero right now. And this girl didn't start training until twenty-seven years old. Wow. I don't even understand that. Yeah, that's a different type of athlete, man. So we're going to talk to her right now. You then we're going to get back. And then we're going to break down the Ronda Rousey and the Nick Diaz brawl that happened. Didn't hear about it. You didn't hear about that? No, man. Holy shit, dude. I got something to tell you, man. Yeah, you, somebody, somebody, was, somebody bust Nick's ass or Nick bust somebody's ass? Khabib. Khabib yeah. and the Diaz brothers got into a brawl at World Series of Fighting. Oh, yeah. And it spilled out into the stands. They were fighting in the stands. And then it went outside into the... I'll show you the videos. It's oh. fucking insane. Yeah. But first, we're going to talk to Laura Murphy. This is Lauren Murphy. It's me and Bubba Jenkins. How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. You know who Bubba Jenkins is? I uh, know. He's he, Bubba fights for Bellator. He's he was an NCAA champion, one of uh, one of the top uh, wrestlers in the, in the in the country a couple years ago. Now he's at Bellator, and uh, we're very excited to have you on the uh, podcast. Well, that sounds badass. Yes, I, and also the Greg Wilson just walked in. Now I was actually, you know, I'm a huge fan of yours, Lauren Murphy, for a lot of reasons. Uh, number one, I was I was looking through your stuff. Yeah, okay, so you're you're nine and two, but you could very easily be eleven and zero right now. You know that, right? I mean, yeah, you were there. I'm eight and two, but <laughs> but yeah, in my mind, I'm still an undefeated fighter, as far as I care. Because, well, look, that fight with Sarah, that fight with Sarah could have gone either way. So, like, it, like. Whatever, what people think about that fight, I won, two won. I don't really care. I feel like it could have gone either way. But that last fight with Liz Carmouche was some bullshit. So, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, in my mind, I, I feel like I'm an undefeated fighter. I feel like I'm one of the best fighters in the world. The, the Liz Carmouche fight, I may have given her the last round, but I definitely gave you the first two. Yeah, yeah, I could see how somebody would give her the last round. I mean, it, it is what it is, you know, like, I, and I got to take some responsibility myself you know what i mean like i should have just ran out there and whooped her ass but i didn't and i you know what i mean now i gotta pay the price so i was telling bob about you before you got on you're a girl which this is to me is like <laughs> this is more impressive than i think anybody anybody in mma right now you're the i'm more impressed with you you didn't pick up a sport until 27 years old like you never played a sport never never play any sport never yeah 
then you're in Alaska. You're from Alaska. You go to take a jujitsu class with your with your son. You're like, you know what? I'll play. I'll do it with him because I want him to do it. And five years later, you're ranked number nine in the world in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's been pretty crazy. It's been a wild ride, man. That's fucking insane. I mean, that is insane. Uh, and then, okay, so you. Three months later, after you take your first jiu-jitsu class, you have a fight. You knock out the first four girls. Now, had you ever thrown a punch before, before this class? Before no. taking an MMA uh, class? Or? No, not like a real punch. I mean, I used to fight with my brother sometimes, <laughs> but he was a lot bigger than me, and I was always really scared of him. So it was like those little, like, don't hurt me punches, you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, I'd never done anything. I'd never, like, I didn't know how to wrap my hands. I'd never put on gloves. I didn't know how to hit mitts. I didn't know how to stand. I didn't know shit. So then, so then, you, your first four fights, you just knock chicks out left and right in Alaska. Then you get yeah. into alcohol yeah. and drugs. Nice. I mean, yeah. Oh no, that came first. Oh, that oh. Came first. oh wait, wait, okay. So that came first. So it's Alaska. There's nothing yeah. else to do. So you're in Alaska now. What kind of drugs are you are you are you doing at the time? The good kinds. Like whatever you. Put in front of me, really, you know what I mean? Not like wow. I was fine with all of it, so I mean, uh, so you're doing coke, things feel different, like yeah, coke, uh, ecstasy, yeah, a lot of that, yeah, uh, <laughs> and then we're not like meth, um, oxy, sorry, I was in the gym, I was like leaving them, like yelling out drug names in the middle of the gym, <laughs> um, and it, like uh, oxycotton's were really big, yeah, when I was using so, and like they were really naked a name for themselves. Do you ever smoke those uh, oxys those or were you just, uh, do you ever smoke when them or just using, swallow them? Those and cocaine mostly and then like we do ecstasy for fun and stuff like that. Now were you, were you doing heroin and crack too or no? Um, I tried those like, but to me oxycotton was more accessible than heroin. Now you see so why that, she jumped right into fighting. To get my hands <laughs> on that. And crack I only did one time and for whatever reason, I don't even know what this is about, but for whatever reason I was like, well I'll never be a crackhead. I was completely okay with, like, being a junkie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was just too good for crack, I guess. <laughs> so okay. I didn't like crack either. Did you, really? You did crack also? I, I did it once on accident. Okay, so, so you're doing all kinds of drugs. Uh, and now, you know, like, you know what? I got sure. to give up drugs, right? <laughs> so then you become a firefighter? Um, yeah, I mean, like, like look, you're talking about, like, I didn't just, like, sit down one day and start doing drugs. I mean, I, I've been doing drugs for a long time. <laughs> Like, since my teens, you know what I mean? And then... So you uh, held that title first. I had first. some bouts of sobriety. I had some periods where I would get clean and sober, and I struggled a little bit in my early 20s. And then later on, in it, like, later in my 20s, I was struggling a lot with drinking. I had finally put the drugs down, but then, basically, I just replaced it with drinking. So then, yeah, I, I started fighting, and that helped a little bit. I, I did a firefighting stint. That helped a little bit. Um, and, and then I met my husband, and that helped a lot. So how did you completely kick everything? Did you have to go to rehab? Um, I have been to rehab. It's like I, I have my own opinion about rehab. I don't like. I don't really think for me, for someone like me, rehab didn't help. Rehab does help other people, and it helps a certain kind of people. Right. And it'll help people like stay in a safe place while they shake it out, you know. But for me, it, it's like all I ever did in rehab was meet more people that use drugs. I gotta get your number when we get out of this rehab place. Uh, yeah, she's making You must contacts. know the good stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Lauren, do you understand how amazing this is? That you had, I mean, your story. I mean, Ronda Rousey has a movie coming out. It's probably a great movie, but your movie sounds fucking. I know, what the hell? I mean, your your movie is a, a girl who did who took her daughter, her son to a class, and, and six years later, you're, you're, I mean, Sarah McMahon, if people don't know this, is a silver medalist in, in wrestling. Yeah, and Lauren, uh, arguably beat her. Uh, I mean, you're you're fucking. Yeah. I mean, you're amazing. I, I mean, the- well, here's the thing. Here's how I look at it. Ronda Rousey had a mom who was a world champion in judo. They were. She was an athlete from the time she was born. Her mom took her to practices. Her mom, you know, drove her to all these competitions. Her mom helped her a lot at home, trained her, and then made sure she continued to get the training that she needed as she grew up and as she grew older. She's literally been competing her entire life. Uh, with the best in the world, you know what I mean? And she's had access to that. And my opinion on that is like, well, fucking A, girl, you should be the world champion then. You should be kicking everybody's ass because you have had 
every opportunity afforded to you to turn you into the champion that you are today. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she has the best of everything. She's got the money now where she can afford the best coaches. She does, You know what I mean? Like, people like me that literally have no background in athletics, like, it's a different story. You're talking about a different story. Like, I had to claw my way to the top. So, so that's no, just how I look. No, you know it's, it's, I mean? very, it's very impressive and, and admirable. I know I heard that you went to the gym, and at first the guys were being complete assholes to you. They were beating you up every day. <laughs> they, were, they weren't letting you do anything. Fin- they were trying to get you out of the gym, and you were like, fuck it. I'm coming back every day, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, and I mean, that's just kind of how I am. I think a lot of fighters are like that. Like, you tell me that I'm not going to be able to do something, I'm going to work my ass off until I can do it. And it was like that. In the gym, it was like that. On the fire crew, uh, it was like it's been like that my whole life. Now you're, you've also been in college for eight years and haven't graduated. Uh, <laughs> That's because they told yeah, her they told her she could not, not graduate. Well, wait, wait, what was that? Wait, what, Laura, what was that? <laughs> I said somebody needs to hurry up and tell me that I can't graduate college. So I'll hurry up and do that. I mean, are Probably you taking with honors? I mean, what's going on there? Because I mean, I, you, I heard you trying to get like your associates. Uh, like, uh, why? Why is it taking you eight years <laughs> to get an associate? Like this girl is dumb as shit. <laughs> she no, has four I, uh, different associates. Degrees. I was in a nursing program for a long time, and I was yeah. going to get my bachelor's in nursing, and then uh, I, uh, I got drunk. I got a DUI, and so I was dismissed from that program. And uh, that She's that was so actually awesome. a lot of my schooling. That was a lot of biology, science classes clinical whole shit you know what i mean and so after that i took a class here took a class there just to kind of stay in school and and work towards something but uh that died off after a while and now i'm just paying off my student loans because i don't i still don't know what i want to be when i grow up <laughs> i don't know i can't decide but i mean look how old are you what you're uh, 32 right now yeah i just turned 32 last week happy birthday 32 so you've been fighting you started training so you've only been doing this five years you're ranked number nine in the world you wrote a poem to dana white trying to get you a fight <laughs> yeah, yeah nice. I, did. I liked yeah. your poem it was a good poem actually it the was a real- cyrano de bergerac I, I thought about coming out with a book like i could just release one poem a week for a year and then maybe like like i'll have a book too and then hopefully somebody will fucking buy right to my movie and then Is i'll it, have a book and a movie and all you, kinds of shit do you have a fight lined up or no i don't uh actually i like i was uh looking to be on that houston card and then my son just moved down here with us, and he's starting high school this year. And so, I uh, I wanted to make sure that he had a really good transition, and that we could really like make him comfortable and get him in a good routine and stuff. And so I just I thought I'll put him first, and uh, you know put the fight off to later. There's always going to be more bitches to fight. They're lining up around the block trying to get in the UFC. You know what I mean? Who do you want to fight I'm next? Oh, I, fuck, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care. What, what, what about... Oh, you know who I want to fight? I'll tell you who, I'll tell you who I want to fight. Betch Cahaya. Fucking put her in front of me. Like, whatever her only loss is to Ronda Rousey. My other two girls that I fought have fought for the title. Why not just make it a third? I'll just fight all the bitches that fight for... That fight Ronda. You know what I mean? And I'll beat them all. And one of these days... What about, what about, what about Liz go. Phillips? What, what, what about Elizabeth Phillips? Oh, yeah, that would be fun. I like her. She's she's funny. Like, she's funny and she's tough and she just fucking goes for it. That'd be a fun fight. I just want to fight somebody that wants to fight. You know what I mean? They don't run away the whole fight or they're not going to, like, lay on top of me the whole fight. Liz is like that. Liz will just stand there and fucking swing. So that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I honestly couldn't believe Liz Carmouche was, was running the whole fight. It was like, that doesn't, you know, I don't yeah. know. And what about? Yeah, I don't. I don't really. What about Juliana Pena or Sarah, 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 um, Sarah Kaufman or any of these girls? Yeah, Kaufman would be good. Uh, like, I mean, Pena would be good too. Like, like they're all good. All those girls are tough. They all, they're all willing to go in there and just brawl. I like Pena and I like uh, Phillips because, because they just don't give a shit. You know, what I mean, they just don't care. Yeah. Now, I mean, by the way. Uh, 
There's a new thing that Bubba uh, is the um, actual the uh, the spearhead of not the spearhead. What, 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 I'm the ambassador. You're, you can the, call he, me the, the ambassador. The spearhead. He's the brand. He's the brand. <laughs> he's the brand ambassador. Um, he's the spearhead. He's not the spear. He's spearheading. That's what I meant. Like that means the spearhead. No, uh, Why did that seem so racist? It, seem, it wasn't well, racist till you laughed like a fucking idiot. He, he's <laughs> the spearhead. I mean, he's the chicken seasonings. I mean, oh, he's on. the guy. So the, anyway, it's this thing he's called the collard green. I mean, he's the cheese. It's this thing called tip a fighter, where if uh, I'm watching you fight, and I'm like, you know what? I used to be a drug addict. She was a drug addict. I happen to like this girl. I want to give her some money, and not just for drug addicts. But I'm saying, but for drugs. But but I'm saying I want to give her money for like where I could tip the fighter based on performance. Yeah, yeah, or, that'd be cool. Or based on your story, you know, tip of fighters uh, is to pretty much help the fighter. Um, they can tip you for whatever reasons. It's obviously not just charity. It's you know, tip for performance. But they can tip you for for your story. You know, you have a great story as we were talking about, and you know, you have a great background, and you're starting to kick ass now, and you you know, you got that tough persona. People tip you for whatever reason, but for the most part, they tip you because they love who you are, and you would be perfect for tip of fighter. It'd be awesome. That sounds really. That sounds good to me, man. Like, all right, yeah, cool. That's awesome. I will give Bubba your info. Now, what's it like training over at the lab with Ben Henderson and those uh, those maniacs? Oh, I love it. I'm actually like walking around out here in the parking lot like a fucking maniac myself. <laughs> um, like, it's, it's awesome. We like we have such good training partners here and coaches. It's it's like a fucking family. You know what I mean? These guys are. They're badass, and uh, we all take care of each other, not just in the gym, but out of it, too. So, yeah, how come, By the way, you know, Bubba you know, won the national title over at uh, ASU. Uh, Hacka, did you ever go over to the the, the lab over in Glendale? Nope. I, I, when I was in college, when, oh, I lived, yeah. when I lived in Tempe, I was f- completely focused on winning a national championship. I didn't do not one thing of MMA while I was out there in Arizona, which is, uh, I guess, in hindsight, not probably the best ideal because I could have been doing both. But yeah. I was so focused on winning nationals and not doing anything else um, so I never did any of that. Right. But I have had two fights in Phoenix and nice. you know, Arizona's my old stop. Hey, yeah, come on over here. You should sock Ben Henderson up. Listen, <laughs> Ben does this thing, especially with guys that come in the gym, and uh, we'll spar, and Ben puts his hands up on top of his head, and he'll tell the guy, hit me in the body as hard as you can. He'll tell that to heavyweights. He'll tell that to middleweights. He'll tell that to guys twice his size. He'll say, just go ahead, man, tee off. And so they tee off on his body. They hit him in the ribs. They hit him in the stomach as hard as they can until they're exhausted. And Ben won't even flinch. Ben's tough, man. I've known Ben for a little bit. He has been a tough... Sounds like Ben's a masochist. (laughs) 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 You should see it afterwards in the locker room when he gets a paddle out and he's like, okay, guys, (laughs) as hard as you can. Then he tells his wife, blow me and bite down. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible. Use as much teeth as you want. Now, I find that, I find, Lauren, that girls, (laughs) I I find that girls that uh, were former addicts are probably the best in bed. Uh, Without question, they take all their problems out on your penis. You know, um, is, <laughs> your poor penis. Is yeah. that, <laughs> angels, now, but, uh, now, is that true? Will you will you confirm that? Uh, it is true that we are the best in bed. Yes, I can confirm that. Nice. That so, seems right. So you you and your husband just just do wild things or, or what? Dude, we're freaks. We love it. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> How do you think she put down the drugs? <laughs> he brings out the best in me. He has always brought out the best in me. He brings out the best in me. Nice. A good man. Well, good That's great. Now, what what does he do again? He's uh, he teaches jujitsu here at the lab. He's a brown belt under uh, Crouch, under oh. John Crouch, and then he's in the reserves too. So actually, right now he's out of town. He's in Tucson doing his civic duty for uh, two weeks a year. Well, tell him. So tell you got him. two weeks to, you know, <laughs> to do it for what? I don't know. To, tra- <laughs> to train with somebody else. <laughs> well, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna go see him next weekend. I'm gonna, that's how we are. I'm gonna do you guys go swing at all? Weekend, I don't even like it. What was that? Like, you guys, I don't like being gone for two weeks. You do you guys me? swing at all? No. <laughs> no. Nah. Okay. I don't know. That's a different I'm elevation right. of freaks. Like, I'm, ha- I'm more than satisfied. One man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm satisfied. Okay. Well, well, you, know, you never know. You said you're freaky. You never know. Uh, thanks, Greg. Well, listen. <laughs> listen, Lauren. Uh, In I, my uh, mind, you're swingers. I am a huge fan of yours. Keep up the great work. Uh, I will be a fan of yours for life. I love your story. 
Uh, and you are so inspiring. There are so many people out there that have had drug problems, alcohol problems, and the fact that you walked into a gym at 27 and five years later are ranked number nine in the world is so inspiring Amazing. to people. What so, town uh, did you live in, in in Alaska? I'm sorry, say that again? What city did you live in when you were in Alaska? Anchorage. I lived in Anchorage. 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 Isn't that where Chilkoot Charlie's is? Uh, yeah. Know. Yeah, I've played there many it. times. Did you know that? They're oh, my goodness. Close to get down. Oh, boy. Well, uh, the whole weeks are missing in my Did mind. Did you ever confuse the snow for cocaine and just go crazy? <laughs> I didn't need to. There was cocaine there. There was cocaine It there? was surprisingly decent cocaine. I thought it would be much easier to get weed, but I, I had I found terrible weed and pretty decent coke. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I dropped cocaine in the snow one time, and that was a sad day. Boy, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a sad day. You're like, I, I don't know, just somebody melt the rest of it and see what's left. Yeah, <laughs> Someone get a lighter. Well, we'll snort whatever burns. Well, thank you, Lauren. You are amazing. Where can people follow you? Uh, I'm at Lauren Murphy MMA, and that's uh, across the board. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of it. Lauren Murphy MMA. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, Lauren. And Bubba will be contacting you about the uh, tip of fighter. Appreciate it, Lauren. Thanks for awesome. your time. Sounds great. All right. Take thanks care. Thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. See ya. All right. That was Lauren Murphy. What how a- was I not engaged to her over a 36-hour Coke binge? <laughs> I have no idea how that didn't happen while I was in Alaska. What a, what a great story, huh? Oh, by yeah. the way, uh, Bubba, this is Greg Wilson. Hey, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, the Greg Wilson is one of the funniest comics in the country. Uh, I've, been, I've been knowing him for 15 years. No hilarious. Doubt. This is Bubba Jenkins. And you clearly uh, went to Arizona State. Yeah, you know, I'm all ASU'd out every now yeah, and then. Yeah, no I gotta, kidding. I the hat. Rep. I got a rep. So Bubba is a national champion wrestler who wrestles with wow. fights for Bellator right now. That's awesome. Uh, he's got a record of 10 and 2. 9 and 2. 9 and 2. But it, yes, it's soon to be, you you're right. You're prophetic. It's it's, it's soon to be 10, 10 and 2. And, and we're nice. and we're and he's the future champion of Bellator, hopefully yes. the future UFC champion. Keep, That's right. Keep, keep preaching. You're doing That's well. Right. You're doing he's very well. And uh, he's the spearhead. He's the <laughs> ambassador for Tip Fighter, which by the way go to tipafighter.com, uh, T I P A fighter.com or at Tip Fighter. Guys, Fighters need to get paid more, and now we have a solution. Yeah, okay, I think it's put great. Put it into the, I'm the totally hands it. of the fans. Also, remove it restoration. Has your place been vandalized? Have gang members destroyed your place? Go to one 888 4249 Also, American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E.com. They have the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events from the UFC, WWE, football, baseball, and more. Now... How was your weekend, Greg? It was pretty good. What'd you do? Had some good shows. I was over at the Comedy Store. I was at the Improv. Uh, I was having a lot of fun. It was great. Nice. I saw, I saw your, your Periscope for the first time. Yeah, I was Periscoping. Was... I was getting drunk at the beach. Only, uh, how we went to the beach and somehow wound up at a bar. Who's That's you, how that was you goes. and your girlfriend? No, that was just a friend of mine. Oh, okay. she was. My girlfriend was reading a book at the beach, and me and my buddy, we went off to the bar and were getting smashed. Yeah, I saw you drunk at noon. Yeah. <laughs> now, you had a show that night, right? Yeah, how did you? Shows. How did you manage to do that? Well, it's real simple. You get some to eat, take a little disco nap, you're ready to go. Okay, disco yeah. nap. Yeah. By the way, so UFC 190, uh, let's talk about that. Let's Ronda Rousey looked Man. fucking amazing. Look unbeatable at the time. She looks unbeatable. She getting to where her hands are as good as her judo. That's what, dude, that's what blew so? me away. That's soon, what blew me away. But do you think, soon though, some people were saying on Twitter, if she does this against Cyborg, she's going to get, it's a different story. Yeah, well, every fight. She doesn't have you, to. You can only do that in hindsight. It's like, oh, you do this. I mean, if you wrestle a wrestler, it's going to be a different fight mm-hmm. than if, you know, you come out and you box a, a scrapper. You know, it's yeah. like, she obviously has a game plan for each fighter. She doesn't just come in there and just be the same person. I mean, right. That's a stupid comment. You right. Know I mean? Oh, yeah, I she think... does this against Cyborg. Yeah, she did it against Shaq. She looked obviously different. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are we talking about here? Yeah. She had the... She had the Clubber Lang strategy this time. What's this your time. prediction? She was trying to street fight her Dang. ass. She, yeah, she, this wasn't this wasn't like you know. Okay, let me let me put the ones and twos together. She's like, bitch. She was talking too much shit about pops, yep. you know. And I have a, a deceased father, so I know that you go there. That's a that's a that's a core that you yeah, know. There's rage. We're not we're not thinking about the sport, or we're not thinking about mixing martial arts. I'm thinking <laughs> about beating your ass. Period. Which which I was a little concerned before that maybe that would get in her way of her being too emotional. Sometimes I mean, what what a person like. Ronda Rousey, as we've learned, and I'm—I wouldn't say I'm the biggest Ronda Rousey fan. You know, I, I'm a fan of winners, and that's she's a winner. Um, with her type of mentality and the brain that she has that we that we've seen on display, she does a very good job of 
being in control of her emotions, you know, with competing for all your life, like uh, Murphy was saying, you, you have to be in control of some of that stuff as you grow and as you get into bigger sceneries and bigger stages. Because if you're on a big stage and you start to fold, then you know better than, you know, someone who can't perform physically. You right. Know what I mean, if someone with a broke leg, if you're mentally broke, it's, it's the same damn thing. Yeah, no, it was unbelievable. Um, I was a little concerned. Also, I was concerned about the, you know, Roddy Piper, which, by the way, my father met with Rowdy Piper on Wednesday. Oh, He wow, passed man. away on Friday. My dad had a meeting with Rowdy Piper about managing him because yeah. uh, he, he's looking for a manager. My dad was going to meet with him. My dad left saying, this is the nicest guy. I, I, I met Rowdy Piper. Do, I did a show with him at the Improv. Uh, it was like I was doing a, 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 band, a fundraiser for my wrestling movie. He was a wrestler. He got on the show. I was so happy. That's awesome. I loved Roddy Piper. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. a guy that my other friend, who by, by, my friend Randy, he went, he went to his benefit, who had, who had brain cancer, the, mm -hmm. the uh, pally coach. I think you, you, you were there. He was mm -hmm. a friend of mine. Remember right. Randy? Yeah. He passed oh, yeah. away. And uh, I was doing a fundraiser for Randy and, and Piper. I called Piper. And he's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm, not, I'm out of the country. Can I Skype something in? What can I do to help this guy? Uh, yeah. And that's the part of person nice that Roddy Piper was, man. And yeah, I was a little, and the, that was a huge loss. He also a black belt under Gene LaBelle. I mean, jiu-jitsu guy. His son, he has got four kids, one in college. But Roddy, my dad said though, he said he goes, he he looked like his hands were trembling a little bit during the meeting. Like he looked like he was in it, not in the best shape of his life. Right, I mean, as right. far as you know, so it was it was, it was sad. Because yeah. uh, he couldn't have been a nicer guy. Yeah. Um, well, you know, he's been hanging around the comedy community for a little while now. Yeah. Last couple of years. Kind yeah. Of dabbling with comedy, getting on stage, doing, you know, his sort of, you know, doing his version of stand-up. Such a good, such a good dude. But so, the so guy never, because he had so many fans in the, uh, not just like the audience people, other comedians. Like the comedians, so many of them were like, oh my God, Ro Roddy Piper's here, you know. And he took pictures with every single guy, every single time. Such a good Every dude. comedian, every audience member. He never was like in a hurry to leave. He was always hanging and not like, hey, look at me, I'm Roddy Piper. Like just hanging out, wanting to be part of the community and be cool with everybody. And it was really a remarkable thing. He was a very cool guy to have around. So, so yeah, so that's a very sad rest in peace, Roddy Piper. I was super happy for Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah. Now, while she was right after her fight, here come the the, uh, the uh, tweets. It was we were thinking about Ronda Rousey, which is cool. It was like I was actually in uh, St. Louis. I'm 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 on the I'm at six o'clock in the morning, taking a flight back. People in front of me like, "Yo, you see the Ronda Rousey fight last night? Yo, Ronda Rousey!" Like she creates this buzz that people who aren't MMA fans, like Kobe tweeted out, yeah. Reggie Bush tweeted out. Yeah, yeah. Everybody now wants to. The dude downstairs when I was coming up was like, "Yeah, here for the Adam Hunter show." He's like, "Oh yeah, you're a fighter." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yo, you see that Ronda Rousey fight?" <laughs> yeah. Like you, yo, you ain't said one word to me. I've been coming in here for weeks now. First thing you say to me that's actual conversation is, did I see the Ronda Rousey fight? No, of course I saw the Ronda Rousey fight. <laughs> Talking about so, so Ronda, so right after Ronda wins, all of a sudden Cyborg tweets, good for Honda. Because like, I don't, I guess in Brazil, I don't play the R, Honda. Oh, right. you know, uh, my next fight is at 140. Then I hope we get a chance to give fans the WMMA fight, the most violent fight in the history. Uh, first of all, Cyborg, I love you, but make 140 first. You've been saying you're going to make 135 for three or four years yeah, now. She's big. You've been weighing in and posting pictures of you on a scale at 175. I don't think she can make this weight. Dana says she makes the weight to make the fight tomorrow, but I don't think she can make the weight. Yeah. I think she's too big. She is big, man. Uh, actually, Tito flew me out here to do a camp with... Um with Cyberg for about two, three weeks. And man, she's, she's, she, at the time, she was the same size as I was, you know, and I was fighting at 55 at the time. And, you know, I, I would say she's the, one of the most jacked women in the world yeah. that isn't a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? Who wins that fight at 135? Ronda should be too sucked out, right? Man, Ronda's always proven me proven to not proving me wrong but just proving like she's growing you know she doesn't just stick to what her throws are and stuff like that you know she's at every fight she evolves every fight she looks different every fight she looks better so um four fights ago i'd have been like cyber gonna bust that ass last after you know this this last weekend i'm like that gap's getting close but I, as of right now because we can't say that's gonna happen yeah, yeah. I, I just think Cyborg's too big for her yeah. and, and she she throws she punches she hits like a dude you know she's a she's a beast but Ronda's the champ so you can't count her out but I, I can't call it I can't call it so then uh, then Cody Nolove tweets out face down ass up 
That was Betch. Yeah. Uh, she went straight down for it. Her face <laughs> hit the canvas so dude, hard. Dude, people kept she tweeting me. I, I, I even wrote, I wrote that Bill Cosby's jealous of how fast Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Got a thousand retweets. I was nice, so happy. That's great. That's a good one. Uh, people were making all kinds of. I, look, and if someone gets knocked out, I don't like putting the funny memes up because I still like. It's sort of like kicking the person bad, when they're down yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's gonna happen to every. I mean, it happens to everyone. Once that's whether you joke. get knocked out or choked out, it's going to happen to everyone. Where you're sometimes you're that tough where you're just like, I'm not going to tap until he puts me to sleep, and then you go go to sleep, and then you got all kinds of pictures of you and shit. Is so, there pictures of you? Yeah, there's pictures of me going to sleep, and you know I look cozy in my nap. All I'm gonna say. <laughs> I, I look like I was dreaming okay, of okay, a very right. nice thing. Let's things. be honest, Baba Jenkins. I What's mean, up? when you see these pictures of you going to sleep on the canvas, were you were you pissed? Well, no, and sometimes I was pissed. Like like uh, Cub was saying last week, it's like you're talking about you know my next fight's gonna be this, and they're like, is that after you went to sleep against George? I'm like, that's when it pisses me off, and when they're just randomly send me pictures of it. it's like I've seen it. Trust me, I've seen the fight. I've watched it a couple times. I've went to the Google and I googled him in my shelf to see how bad the pictures have gotten and sometimes it's like oh, okay that like I said I look cozy I look I look I look cozy <laughs> but then there's sometimes you can photoshop it real nicely into yeah. a hammock I can put a, a pillow under nice that drink. bitch a little cover a little snuggie a little I'm good but then there's sometimes where it's just like you know someone do that post on random as hell and it's just like it don't piss me off it's just kind of annoying it's not like oh man you got me out here in the streets when I'm getting knocked up no it's not how it is it's just like annoying like what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing with your life where you gotta go find pictures of me and then send them to me and then <laughs> that's like what I ain't they're seen doing it. with you their life <laughs> their entire life like, their life is it. just going around shoving shit in people's faces oh yeah what about that oh yeah what about that it's unbelievable and then Shayna Baszler who who bets beat and beat really bad she writes yes you fucking bitch fuck you now come back and let Jessamine and myself get our redemption don't fuck with family I, I, I don't really understand that look I mean Shayna I, I love you but I mean you're not in the UFC anymore. You know she got cut from the UFC. Yeah. She she is an alleged. I mean a legend. She's a legend. She's a, a female ambassador to the sport. But sure she isn't a spearhead. She's not a spearhead. But uh, at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, it's like. You know, the girl beat you, and it's like let Rhonda. It's yeah. not really about you, right? You know? Try to make it about her. It's about it's about Rhonda. Like it was somehow her victory too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like she's ah, in we feelings. got you, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah you still got me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not in the sidecar up there. <laughs> she's acting like their master blaster, and she's on Rhonda's shoulder. Got you, bitch. Got you, bitch. <laughs> Got you. Who runs UFC? Master Blaster. <laughs> uh, and then Misha Tate writes, guaranteed she won't do that to me. I'm coming for gold. Now, she's the only one who should be Three writing. Rounds. She's the one. Well, she's actually fighting her next. Yeah. So if she, so that's going to hype the fight. I understand that. I mean, that's she's. But at the same time, she did lose tw twice to her <laughs> already. Uh, I don't Submit know. It. But she looked good her last fight, though. Yeah. She did look good her last fight, Misha Tate against Jessica I. Well, she's the only one that can last longer than 30 seconds, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, I know people are going to think I'm fucking crazy, but I think that Holly Holm has the best chance of be of. Of lasting with Ronda Rousey. What, what, um, what organization was Holly Holm in before she came over to UFC? She was in the RFA or something. Or... <laughs> what? <laughs> it's an intergalactic star. Fleet. Intergalactic was star. It, yeah. I saw Holly Holmes in her um, previous stint before UFC. And this is when Ronda was still knocking everybody out in 12 seconds or whatever. And I said to my wife at the time, and my wife's a really good talent. Uh, it, what is it? Evaluate. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the word. <laughs> that's, that, that's the education <laughs> I got. But... She was a really good talent evaluator, and you know she was saying that girl's tough. And I'm like, you know what? The style of fighter that Holly Holmes is, you know that <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but it's fluid. She's got yeah. very good stuff. I mean, you can tell that her technique is sharp. She knows when She's to go. She's the preacher's daughter. The time, yeah, yeah. The timing no, no. is right. Yeah, the preacher's daughter. Yeah. The timing is right. The the punches are crisp. They they're at the end. Like she she knows exactly what she's doing with everything on her feet. And I was like, that is the type of girl that can beat Ronda Rousey. And I was saying this, let's say two two years ago, three. I don't years know ago. if she can beat her, but she can definitely give her problems because, like you said, if she just sticks away 
and does not. If she's need, not gonna rush. She's not gonna. She's gonna move footwork, back. Footwork. Foot, this girl man. is a world champion. But what's her ground game like? Because I haven't really seen. Her. I've seen her stand there and knock. We don't know. Out, but we, I we don't. Seen her. Right. No, no, she's not knocked out. But she hasn't. She's knocked out people with her feet. She's got good kicks. But, but, but she wins. Like, she I wins very. Kick Ronda. She if, wins if very you, ugly fights. A lot of people don't. I like it because she keops, and you don't see that a lot in MMA. But she does. She does a lot. Uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, she yeah. does that. She's she that, yeah. keops like all the time, which, <laughs> yeah. which is a traditional mean, karate, taekwondo. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> but she does it, and I'm always like, well, there's there's your martial arts background right there. So it was a, so Saturday night was a really exciting fight, not only because of the Ronda fight, but right before the Ronda fight, right. There was a fucking brawl. Did you see this brawl that occurred in the in the crowd in the World Series of Fighting oh. between the Diaz brothers and Khabib? I can't believe you didn't see this. No, I, I was watching the World Series of Fighting fights, but I ain't I ain't see no crowd so, brawl. Here's what know? happened. So. Because people have been recording it on their phone. There was like, so right before the Paul Harris Jake Shields fight, right? The Diaz brothers are there because Jake Shields is their boy. They train over over at in, in like Stockton. So the Diaz brothers are there. Gilbert's there, and Khabib is there. Khabib, the guy who didn't come to our podcast last week. I was gonna who, say the guy we were supposed to talk. Yeah, to Khabib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Khabib has been saying stuff about the Diaz brothers calling them idiots and this and that. They don't like Khabib. So Khabib is there with like his like his. Posse from Dagestan, All which right. are, are very, very scary individuals. I'm sure. Yeah. You don't like bomb makers and <laughs> you don't want to follow warriors. And- <laughs> so <laughs> so all of a sudden I'm I'm like I'm I'm on Twitter, I'm watching the fight, I go, a brawl just erupted between Khabib and the Diaz brothers. I go, that there's not, there's no way. So they're in the crowd in like this pit, and, and you see cause fucking somebody come over and try to throw a punch at Khabib, Khabib's punching back. Nick Diaz is throwing drinks at fucking throwing a, a drink at Khabib. Ray Sefo is is yoking somebody up. Ali Abdulaziz, the promoter, is getting a. This shit is going. People are going fucking crazy. Meanwhile, they're announcing next up at one fifty five. This is, it's going insane, crazy. right? So then the then then I'm, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more. To be perfectly honest, I'm surprised this doesn't so happen then, more. For I'm me. actually I'm, I'm I'm going to my Twitter feed and people are updating it. The Diaz brothers are then challenging. Khabib to a fight in the parking lot. They're begging him to go to the parking lot, which I, I don't even know if the Hard Rock even has a parking. I think you have to valet. I guess you have to. <laughs> since it's a big parking lot. Like what? Like <laughs> what? Yeah, meet us by by exit D. <laughs> you know, gate forty four. I've lost my car at the Hard Rock. I, I don't even know. They especially the guy. So then, but then the fight spills out. So it goes out. They outs- were, you know outside what they say? the Hard Two Rock. Two Mexicans equals a bear. Outside the Hard Rock. <laughs> That's what they say, so you better then, watch it. So then outside the Hard Rock, they're going more, and people are going crazy. I mean, the, if you look up, uh, uh, if, you, if you Google it, uh, like there's, uh, now the, the, there's, like, there's like 15 Russians from Dagestan punching, mm. the, and then, the, the, then the Stockton that. guys, and then there's a, 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 a video of Nate Diaz, like, Khabib is a, he says the N-word, he's a, you, you, you're a bitch-ass, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just, it's fucking insane. So that, so now that's what's going on. So they're getting it on in the parking lot. That's what's up, though. Well, it wasn't the parking lot, it was in the actual Hard Rock. Right. So then, the fight happens between Jake Shields and Paul Harris, right? Another brawl should broke no out. around to see. Well, people are watching this, it was even worse. So Jake Shields is dominating Paul Harris two rounds, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he's in Mount. Be- he was beating him up. I mean, I wouldn't say that he was doing the greatest of ground and pound, but he was, until he got tapped, man, he was Well, winning. he was getting his eye raked. His yeah. eye Which was, was raked bu- about, I, 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 like, like. I got my ways, I got my feelings about that fight, but go ahead. So his eye is raked like eight times. Just like, just, I mean, completely raked out. Finally, uh, Jake takes him out. And Paul Harris is so talented. He's a guy, Paul Harris, right, who right, got right. kicked out of the UFC for, for doing leg locks and, and, and like not letting go. Uh, right, right. <laughs> like like five, would tap and he like six times in a row. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he gets him in a Kimura. He's got those sweet thighs. So he gets him in a Kimura this time, which was a, it was a beautiful Kimura. It's deep. Deep. Jake taps like seven times. Steve Mazzagatti's like in the fucking parking lot. He comes back in. Finally, Jake then punches him, and then the fight's over. But with the arm that he's got armbar, I mean that he got, uh, yeah. <laughs> he got almost ripped off. He punches him. With so that now they're arm. saying Paul Harris may lose his title. I mean, here's a guy who is the, probably one of the most talented guys in MMA, Paul Harris, who just can't get it together. He doesn't he's, realize like he's a dirty fighter. You know, there's there's no question. About it, you know, and I saw a tweet from him, or or somebody reposted because obviously it wasn't in the best of English. But he said, "I'm not a dirty fighter," 
And you are the definition <laughs> of a dirty pirate. <laughs> yeah. The eye gouging. It, I'm pretty sure if it wasn't for the cups, there'd be some ball grabbing in there. You know, he he he's pulling out all stops as if we're in the streets. There's a difference between fighting in the streets, and I know because I'm 23 and 0 in the streets. Holla at me. But there's a different <laughs> there's a difference of fighting. Are you in the 23 and 0 in the streets? Yeah, I'm 23. You actually counted. I love that you kept track. So you damn right, I kept track in my neighborhood, dog. That's all you got. This is rep. Yeah, well, yeah. That's that's number nine. Right, son. See me at number 10. That was number 22. Wait till I get to 23. You know, but no, you got it. This is in Virginia? Yeah, in Virginia. Okay. I mean, and, and I, you know, I, I had some fights in Indiana, but, you know, I just kept, I just kept all the counts of my fights in my right. life. You know what I mean? Everybody knows. I mean, I, I think everyone knows how many fights they've been in. <laughs> I mean, I know yeah. I've been in 23 street fights. No okay. referee. And, and some of those were brawls, you know. So, But nonetheless, um, it's a difference, you know. The, the, there's a, a certain mode of survival when you're fighting in the streets, when you, you know, you, you're trying to win that fight. And then there's a certain sportsmanship about being a mixed martial artist. There's a certain hone about yourself that you're like, you're not going to do whatever it takes because there's rules, regulations, and limits to what you can do. If we're fighting in the streets... It's it's all, I'll kick you in your face after I knock you out because that is the point of we're fighting you you did something we're we're on it in a fight in the cage it's much more regulated there's it's a, a sportsmanship about it there's there are two men trying to achieve the same goal with the referee there to make sure everything is fair that's why the referee's there so no one gets hurt and it's fair and he constantly on many different occasions takes it past that line with the eye gouging with the guy tapping you have received your victory now be done with it and to still grab that extra edge or that extra couple seconds of wanting to rip the guy's arm out somebody does that to me where you can almost break my arm i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna see you in the parking lot you know what i mean yeah. we are past your victory you got that win congratulations i tapped now you tried to hurt me for my career for my later for my later fights i am going to be outside of your locker room i will be in the parking lot waiting for that ass and i will not be by myself nor will i be uh, what is it? Unarmed? Un un <laughs> you said it. You said it. You know what I mean? Have you ever owned a gun before? Yeah, I, I own guns. Yeah, I, I believe Legally in or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't gonna have I ain't gonna have my name on it like, ah, oh, bang, 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 come find me, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, let me put the gun down so y'all can know whose it is. Card. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, you know, I, I got a family now, so, you know, I gotta, I gotta protect the squad. But, you know, and my, I wouldn't say my neighborhood was the greatest coming up, but there's, I mean... Everyone has that similar story, but we're not going to go on me. We're going to go on the situation. If I was Jake Shields, I would be outside waiting for him, period. No no, no questions about it because it goes past the, sp the spot of sportsmanship. Now, I mean, what happened? So then Khabib then, uh, by the way, so that I, I totally understand what you're saying. I don't think Jake Shields is a, at that point. I'm just like, get away from this guy. He's probably going to get the title back. I, don't, I think that this guy is just mentally... Uh, <laughs> screwed Unsta animal. mentally unstable like he honestly just does not he gets into a certain mode of like fight mode right where he he, he gets really scared and he's fighting for his life and he doesn't he does not know how to handle being in this environment like you said he's not maybe he's not an athlete or he's never played a sport but this is a di way different type of fight for him like mm -hmm. just like you said now uh, uh regarding the brawl so oh. Khabib then tweets out, uh, hey, uh, I was attacked by the Diaz brothers. Uh, I am a pro fighter. I'm not a street fighter. And then he adds, he tags Dana White and the Fertitta brothers. So then everyone calls him a snitch. <laughs> and people uh, he, like, he over here telling? Oh, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah, that's snitching. <laughs> hey, man, these guys attacked me, bro. He's like, yo, come on, Dana, do something, man. That's, that's that bullshit. Well, he probably, though... In his in his defense, I'm sure someone told him to do this. Doesn't he's he's up next for the title? You got a publicist. You, well, got, good, you got a good I mean, publicist. I mean, he, he beat Dos Anjos. He, yeah. The Diaz brothers. I don't even know if they even want to come back and fight anymore. Yeah. It's, it seems like I don't understand. The, I, I'm a big Diaz brothers fan, but look, you guys are offered like a hundred thousand dollars to fight, maybe even more, maybe fifty thousand, maybe whatever. A lot of money to fight. Yeah. Why are you gonna go fighting in the in the crowd at the World Series of Fighting for you free? Take the boy out of Stockton. <laughs> you take the Stockton out of the boy. <laughs> Seriously, like, what do you have to gain from that? I, I mean, right? But as, I, as as I've seen the uh, Diaz brothers over the years, they're they're not about the money. 
You know, what I mean? they've never really been about the money. They've never really been about nothing. They don't care about nothing. You know what I mean? They they don't give two shits about anything else. You know, they they are themselves. They they yeah. rep each other. They, they like love each other. They like to scrap. They, yeah, they bought that life about just, you know, it's almost like there's some guys that have all the talent and they make it to the NFL and then they're still in the streets. They're still selling weed. Right, they're still, right. you know, they, they have that kind of street mentality where it's just like, you know what? I know that I'm talented. I know I have all this over here, but I love this life. And I'm not going to say it's like that for them, but there's, it's a very similar quality of like you have everything to gain and you still do different things or you're not about the money. It's just weird. But it's, it's there's some people that are like that, man. Yeah, no, it was it was crazy. I, but, so I think I, I wrote a tweet out that they should have the ultimate fighter. Stockton versus Dagestan. <laughs> tell me you tell me you wouldn't watch that. Damn right. It'd be the first Ultimate Fighter where they use pipes. <laughs> <laughs> what are the they would just be they would just be throwing weapons, random things into the ring. Challenges to like to steal a car. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, to rob a bank. Wants to build a bomb and actually set it off. Like you gotta actually, oh, you gotta Stock blow is the gonna shit. lose that one. Stock is gonna lose yeah. that one. Yeah, I'm talking about the bomb building the bomb part. Yeah, lose oh, that's but they'll win the pipe wielding yeah. event. Yeah, the pipe brawl. They're gonna Stockton's gonna win that one. <laughs> the bomb building. Bomb building. The Diaz brothers would be like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is this? I'm not building that fucking it'll bomb. The, I'll make a bomb for your ass, but I ain't gonna build no bomb. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be the only. It'll be the only uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter where the winner is the actual only survivor. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me you wouldn't watch it. I'd watch it. I would watch me? it every week. You have Khabib and these so random guys from race. Dagestan to, <laughs> against the Diaz brothers. Yeah, every year, someone does get they get eliminated from the planet. <laughs> yeah. Not just the show. They <laughs> die. You die on Ultimate Fighter. Tiger Honestly, if, if I think if I'm Dana White, because Dana White, people are saying, why don't they just get rid of the Diaz brothers, have them go to Bellator? Uh, you know, enough is enough. But if I'm Dana White, I'm saying like using this as an opportunity to sell tickets. Like these guys are fighters. But I'll, don't be like I keep saying, don't be surprised when a fighter acts like a fighter. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, look, you're a national champion. Yeah. Wrestler. Yeah. And okay. I, if I'm in the bar, I will double egg the shit out somebody. Uh, now? No. <laughs> no, he's got If I had the mentality of a Diaz brother, right? I would not be afraid to act like myself because they are not. Now. I said no quickly to that answer. If I'm in the bar and something goes astray and I have to protect myself, I'm double-legging you. Yes, right now, today, being a Bellator fighter, I will double-leg you in the bar. You know, if I have to protect myself, I'm fighting, somebody grabs my girl ass, it's on kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't just, you know, I don't just go looking for fights. I'm not that type of guy. Of course. But. Well, but the thing is, Nick Diaz is going to jail for a couple of days now for a DUI. And eventually, these guys are going to hit the wrong guy. Uh, and it's I'm not saying they're gonna get beat up but they're gonna go to jail and they're gonna get in a lot of trouble and you know all and then money's gonna be an issue and it's just and it's so preventable it's such bullshit I mean these guys they, they've won the lottery as far as like they made it out of their situation they're getting paid to fight they're professional fighters they have fans everybody loves them not everybody but they're loved or hated i personally love them well and that's but why what do you but but eventually this is not going this story we've seen this story before is this going to end well i mean do you really think when these guys aren't being paid anymore Are to you're fight. saying they're the Mitch Green of MMA? I'm just saying, like, do we, we, we've seen this story before with athletes where yes. guys are doing well when they're being paid, but now all of a sudden you take away the professional things. Do you really think when these guys have no discipline and nobody <laughs> telling them what to do, which they don't right now anyway, yeah. how do you think this is going to end? No, yeah, they're definitely going to be one of those... Uh, 30 for 30s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, where are they? Now? You know? 420 for 420. But, but, <laughs> but, but yes, ab absolutely. And, and it's just like, honestly, like on it, like being big brothered right now would probably be a good thing. Someone to reach out to them and say, listen, guys, you guys, you, you know, because it's, it, it, it was two different spectrums. On one hand, you had Ronda Rousey winning in 38 seconds, uh, thanking Roddy Piper and her father in heaven, looking down at her. It was a beautiful thing. Joe Rogan's crying. My dad's watching it. Little girls are watching <laughs> it. Joe people are saying, <laughs> People are saying how great this is. And then you turn the, the, turn, turn the station. And, in the ring. Turn the station. You just see a massive brawl in the fucking hard rock. A guy tapping out, still getting his arm broken. You're like, come on. Guys, bit, yeah. this is this is. I I get it. 
It's exciting. Don't think that I wasn't up all night looking at more videos uh, of, of the you? Diaz brothers fighting. I was watching this shit going, this is fucking insane. But at the same time, as a friend and as a fan. Did it today, did it in today's day help MMA? Did that brawl help MMA? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it it might have helped the World Series of Fighting because no one was talking about them until this happened. So maybe it, it helped them. Uh, because people were not tuning into that, and and, and 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 they should. You got Mike Kyle on the card. You had that other kid. You had uh, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Morose. I mean, you got, you got good fighters in that beast, card. Man. Does it make it harder for, for casinos now to host these fights with this kind of danger? No, hell no. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, you're putting your casino, patrons at risk here. Casinos about that life. You know what? It just it doesn't help. It, does, it doesn't life. help if you're in. Yo, the a lot of boxing fight. A lot of a lot of boxing matches have fights in the crowd. A lot of them. Yeah, yeah. of course. That's the same thing. It doesn't help if you're in the casino hanging out and you see these fucking you know Russian gangsters fighting with the Diaz <laughs> brothers, <laughs> and you're like, what? And you is start it? betting on it. And then you, <laughs> I got forty on the Russians. I got forty other. I'll take that forty. And then Give me go, that action. And then you go, what the fuck's going on? And you go, oh, there was an MMA event. And I guarantee they're not saying that they're going. It was a UFC event because that's, they're not even saying MMA. They're saying UFC because that's what people think as far as MMA. Yeah, they go UFC. Right. So it's not helping. So it's not helping anyone. It's like Coca Cola. But uh, it's entertaining. Give us something to talk about. Someone, someone from the the sports book ran outside and set up a booth <laughs> and started setting. Typified it was all on that. <laughs> started setting odds. I said, I, it's funny. I said, who would you like to tip? And then someone goes, I want to tip Nick Diaz for serving Khabib a drink. <laughs> and the tips can come in that way. You, know? you ain't gotta be fighting in the cage for you to get tips. You know, <laughs> hey, that's what's gonna keep the Diaz brothers off third. For thirty, people are gonna keep tipping them. Tip so anyway, All that's our their old age. That's our podcast. Yeah, name. save the DS lives. Tipafighter.com. We have another podcast coming up on uh, on Thursday. So I want to thank our sponsors, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, the best sign collectibles, great people. Talk to Sean. He is the man, AIASE.com. They are the shit. If you want to have that, by the way, all those free giveaways I've been giving out all week for the jokes, that's them, AIASE.com. Also, tip a fighter, like we just talked about. Okay, these guys are underpaid, especially some of these guys in the World Series of Fighting and some of these guys in, uh, in Legacy or Titan. FC or even in the UFC or, or, or Bellator, well, they need to make more money. And the more money they can make, the more money they can put in the training, the better fights that they're going to be. That's so true. tipafighter.com. Get them out of their part-time jobs. Get them back in the fighter. gym. Also, remove it restoration. Has your business been vandalized? Have gang members tagged it up? Okay? No one wants to go into a store. 23 and 0, bitches! Exactly. <laughs> That's on the side of here. Go to removeitrestoration.com, 1-888-424-9697. I will be at Calgary at the Comedy Cave all weekend, Tuesday through Sunday. Comedy Cave in Calgary, Canada. Only $10 for tickets. $10. Bucks. Uh, tip a comedian. Uh, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys so much, and have a great week. <laughs>